This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Dr. Paul Kangor, a professor at Grove City College. He is the author of over a dozen books, including the communist Frank Marshall Davis, the untold story of Barack Obama's uh, mentor, a book that um, uh, he did for Mercury. And we're pleased to work with him. He's a really good guy, very clear thinker. Um, he has a, a, a new article in the Conservative Review about the relationship with Vladimir Putin and uh, Donald Trump. And we want to talk to him a little bit about Hillary Clinton and her relationship with Putin and the Russians and what's happening right now. Welcome to the program, Doctor. How are you? Hey, good, Glenn. Good to be back. Um, tell me what... Um, are, are you following at all, Paul, um, uh, Vladimir Putin's uh, advisor, um, Alexander Dugan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's kind of a scary individual. You know, he, um, <laughs> he's, he's somebody like a lot of the Russian leadership and certainly Putin... He's um, he's very shrewd. He's very Machiavellian, and you know the, these guys are experts at the art of manipulation. Uh, you know they they were they were bred, they were bred that way. They were raised that way. You know Putin was 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 trained that way in the KGB. Fifteen year career in the KGB, rising to the level of lieutenant colonel. So yeah, both of these guys have their eyes on on the two party nominees right now. And I think, frankly, Glenn, they see in Hillary a chance for potential blackmail if they can. That explains why they're going after the emails, because of her corruption, her sloppiness. And I think they see in Trump a case of someone that you could flatter because of his narcissism and really exploit him in an altogether different way. But, but with both of them, you know, the intentions aren't good. The tensions are... The intentions are really, I think, to take us down in America, to weaken us in America, to really allow Putin's Russia to expand and, uh, and create that, that greater mother Russia that, uh, that, that he misses. I think, Paul, that we are at a point now um, where it is very possible we may be the Soviet Union 1990 and Putin may be playing the role of, you know, Thatcher or Reagan or Pope John Paul. <laughs> right, um, right. I mean, they, they are, at least Dugan is on record saying that um, we are close in America, um, we are headed towards a revolution, and they want that to happen. They need to do everything they can as Russians to make that happen. It'll be good for them. Um, with the West, they are, sowing, they, are, they are paying for a lot of the campaigns uh, and the crowds for the far right in Europe. Uh, I think they see uh, uh, Trump as a loose cannon that could be manipulated through praise. And I want you to go into that a little bit. Sure. But also somebody that, you know, they, they can push around and, and will be subservient to them. And I think, I mean, um, Dugan is a guy who said Hitler didn't go far enough. Mm. And he wants a world that is run by fascists. Yeah. And I think he, he believes. Now, Trump may never be this. But um, I think they believe that 
if the world becomes unstable, he's exactly the kind of guy that becomes a dictator. Yeah, they, they, they don't need Trump to be a fascist. They need Trump to be kind of a dupe, you know, somebody that they could convince, look, we like you. And, and how many times has Trump now said, Putin likes me? You know, he said that a number of times. And, and, and this is really, you know, we, we've talked about this, Glenn, when we say, you know, Trump has some real temperamental problems, personality issues. He's an obvious <laughs> textbook case of narcissism. And people wonder, well, yeah, but how can that really hurt policy? Well, it, it can in the case of Russia, and, and especially the Russians are masters at doing psychological profiles of, of foreign oh, yeah. leaders, of American leaders. I think of, uh, they did a profile of Ronald Reagan in the 1970s where they said, you know, this Reagan guy, he's different. This isn't Nixon. This guy is principled. He's very moral. Right, we're not going to be able to simply do to him what we what we did what we did with Nixon, and in Trump, it's it's painfully clear, obviously clear to them right now that if you simply praise the man or make him think mm. that that you like mm-hmm. him, you could probably play him like a fiddle, and 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 mm-hmm. they played Obama like a fiddle the first four years. I think, frankly, probably Obama learned, but only too late after Putin took uh, took the Crimea. That, um, that they weren't really his friends, or again, may, maybe they can be friends, but if you're the friends of Putin, he's still going to abuse you. He's still going to prey on your friendship. But you know, this is something that, that Trump should have learned from watching Obama. And as I say in the Conservative Review article, this is something that uh, really America learned 70 years ago when, when Franklin Roosevelt was abused by the Russians and in the case of uh, Joseph Stalin. Because he said the same thing that I mean, exact words that Donald it, it, Trump said. It's amazing. Said. It, it's amazing. When, when I saw those words from Trump, he likes me, he likes me. And, and it, it, just, it just stuck out to me because I thought, you know, I've heard that before. Where did I hear that, that before? So I just went to, went to Microsoft Word. I opened my laptop. I went to a book I did called Dupes, ironically. And I just went to the electronic file, and I typed in the words, he likes me. <laughs> and out of 247,000 words, uh, this quote popped up. This is FDR talking to Churchill in March 1942. I think I can personally handle Stalin better than either your foreign office or my State Department. Stalin hates the guts of all your people. He thinks he likes me better. He likes me better. And, you know, Stalin showed that like of FDR by rolling all over Eastern Europe. You know, taking the yep. hammering the Ukraine, yep. taking Poland, he abused the hell out of FDR, and and FDR to his credit, well, I don't know, kind of, but by the end of his life, which is really too late, just like it was too late when Carter learned in 1980, and Obama maybe learned in his second term, FDR learned, and this is he said this to Anna Rosenberg three weeks before he died, we can't do business with Stalin. He's broken every one of the promises he made at Yalta. So, so FDR learned, and Trump, who's no student of history, he's no student of the Soviet Union or of Russia and Putin, um, he shouldn't fall for this same fatal conceit. But I, Trump, I think, has, suffers from personality disorders far worse than FDR ever did. And this, this whole Putin likes me attitude is really a fatal conceit. And you know, Trump is a narcissist. Putin is a Machiavellian. 
and he's a Russian Machiavellian. And if Trump isn't careful, uh, uh, Putin is ready, more than willing, to take full full advantage of so, that from a President Trump. But Paul, which one is worse? She's completely corrupt. Yeah, she is completely um, prone to blackmail. Right. She right. has she has a horrible record. She's completely misread the Russians. I mean, which one's worse? No, it's a great question. And thank you, because I want to clarify for people listening. Please don't think I'm voting for Hillary Clinton. I'm absolutely not. You couldn't put a gun to my head and make, make me vote for Hillary Clinton. But, yeah, this is what we come down to, right? <laughs> ben Sass said the great dumpster fire election of 2016. You don't really have a good choice. You've, you've got Trump with a horrible naivete toward, toward the Russians. And then you got Hillary Clinton with altogether different problems, and and, and I, but I you think also that... with, but but also with Donald Trump, you have Burt on his team, you right. have Carter on his team, and you have Manafort on his team. Manafort, who are all one degree away from Vladimir Putin, all with massive financial incentive to support Vladimir Putin. One is, you know, instrumental in Gazprom. One is instrumental in, in their main bank over in uh, Russia. And the other one, it, it, you know, is, it's, it appears is still working for the former president of the Ukraine that the people threw out. Well, that's right. And, and, and people, you know, they're listening, conservatives, anti-communists, pro-Reagan people, Republicans. I, I want you to think about this. You know, you folks and people like myself and Glenn, we've spent 20 years praising Ronald Reagan and commending Reagan for taking down the Soviet Union, taking down this greater, expansive Russia. And now we're looking at, at, at the Republican nominee being somebody who the Russians are looking at and thinking to themselves, if this guy gets in, maybe he will allow us to go into the Ukraine. Maybe he'll allow us to go back into Eastern Europe and Central maybe Europe. He'll, maybe he'll destroy the, um, the NATO alliance for us. That's right. And, and the things that he that he's said. I talk all the time, email all the time with people in Poland, and I write for a regular column for a, a Polish publication. I'm close to a number of people there. They're, you know, they're really horrified. And, and, and the people of Poland, I mean, their, their enemy in the United States elections has been the Democrats. <laughs> yeah, know, Jimmy Carter, Barack Obama, they do not like FDR at all in Poland. They, they've been building statues to Ronald Reagan in Warsaw for a couple decades now. And so they kind of reflexively go with the Republican nominee. And right now, seeing what they're seeing with Trump on the Republican side, it really scares them. I, I saw today a mural of, uh, in Lithuania, in Vilnius, of, of Trump and Putin kissing each other. And, you know, that's what the Lithuanians are afraid of. You know, you know normally th- these, these, are, these are the good guys, the Lithuanians, the Estonians, the Poles, the Ukrainians. And right now they're all lining up against the Republican this year, not that they like Hillary Clinton either, but they're really worried about uh, what's happened with the Republican Party, the party of Reagan. They're wondering if they can, if they can count on the Republican nominee this well, year. To, to show you how far we have come away from Ronald Reagan – and you'd probably know better than me, and you might even remember the man's name. You know, they, they have operatives that are watching all of us. They pay close attention to our elections. And so they have operatives that do the personality profiles and really study each one of these people. I think it was in 1976 
that um, uh, one of their KGB operatives uh, came to the then Soviet premier and said, uh, there is one guy that everybody's been dismissing that I don't think we should because if he ever gains power, he could be the end of us. And it was this this little-known global figure at the time, Ronald Reagan, who had just lost. And the KGB said, he's lost, he's not going to go anywhere, he's been around for a while. But this guy had studied his whole history uh, from the 1950s and 60s and saw his transformation and saw what he he actually believed. And that's when the Soviet premier said, follow him, watch him. And they were ready for Ronald Reagan because they were afraid of Ronald Reagan here we have a candidate where, where the advisors to Putin are saying, pour your money and your support into this guy. That's terrifying. Yeah, it, it is. And you know, I first found articles on Reagan in the Soviet <laughs> press. It was in Pravda and Izvestia in 1975. And you could mm. tell by the tone of those articles, they really condemned him. You could tell they were worried. I mean, they were yeah. absolutely worried about this guy. And here you have instead, in the case of, of Donald Trump, uh, he said on uh, George Stephanopoulos' show on Sunday uh, about Putin, uh, quote, he said some nice things about me over the years. Well, who cares? Right. Uh, I remember years ago, he said something many years ago. He said something very nice about me. Well, so what? I, I mean, who cares if he says nice things about you? That's not what's important. But 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 to Trump, it is. And the Russians see that and they just light up. They think uh, this is really an opportunity. Now, in Hillary, it's a different animal altogether. I mean, <laughs> you know, they know that Hillary doesn't like them and they don't like her, which is why I think you see what's going on with the emails. You know, they're hoping to tap in and find something on Hillary that they could use against her because there is one thing that the Russians know better than manipulation it's blackmail. Yeah. So, uh, so, but, but again, here they they've got their eyes on on the two nominees this year. They see this as, as a ripe opportunity for with America that they haven't seen in in decades. Okay. Uh, Paul, thank you so much, um, and we'll talk to you again soon. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. In the next nineteen seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's. I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.